Roundy of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Roundy. And a little while back, I got the top quality trophy at work, which gets passed around every month along with the $25 gift certificate to recognize certain aspects of our performance. I appreciated that and uh, naturally shared it to social media along with the explanation that I just got this for being the best. I didn't really mean that. I just said it for fun, just trying to make life a little more colorful than it sometimes gets. Who knows, maybe I really was the best, but I was surrounded by great people and employees. And even if you could actually measure and verify which of us was best, who cares? What difference would that make? I'm me, they're them, and a trophy doesn't really change anything. But for better and worse, Striving for superiority is deeply ingrained, not only in our businesses and cultures, but in human nature itself. We can credit it with glorious triumphs and technological advancements, and perhaps also blame it for the vast majority of human suffering and misery. You may be interested or surprised to learn that you can divide competition into two different categories. There's the healthy and the unhealthy. And today's podcast will help you not only recognize the difference, but also present you with a brand new perspective that you'll probably want to incorporate more of into your life, at least if I do my job well here. So I'd like to point out a word, this perspective, which I keep running into lately. It is at the heart of heart actually, as well as love and humility and happiness and independence, respect, excellence, and success. And if you want to become a real winner and enjoy the most delightful benefits of winning, this is one of the best ways you can do it. So listen up and then ask yourself if it's worth widening your view a little bit about how life works and incorporating this into the way you see the world. This perspective transcends comparison and competition, and you could call it equality or independence, or even better, unity. So that's the word I'm gonna use. Unity happens when you view others laterally, not hierarchically. You don't have to be the same, and it's okay to say, I'm better at this and you're better at that, because the fact that you're smarter and I'm better looking, or you're richer and I'm more creative, or you're tall and I speak French, does not make you or me intrinsically better overall. Who's better is not really a question that Unity even bothers to ask because it simply does not care. Unity has much better things to worry about. Unity also understands that if you win, I don't necessarily lose. Most of the time, we're all in the same boat and we sink or swim together. Unity rises above the games that says that second place is the first loser and it removes the sting of someone else being better than you. Unity grants you the permission to accept yourself as you are, and it cures the social anxiety that comes from worrying that you're not good enough to be loved. Unity allows you to celebrate other people's victories, both large and small, and isn't celebration the whole reason you're hoping to come out on top in the first place? With Unity, there's no need to wait until you've subdued all your foes you can enjoy the positive vibes of celebrating right now, whether it's your success or someone else's. Unity doesn't have to get in the last word in an argument, because seriously, did you honestly believe that that makes you the winner? 
Does that make your ideas the best? Does that persuade whoever you are arguing with? Or is it just a childish, egocentric power play? I think the answer is D. So if you're ready to, if you've done that and you're ready to grow up, now may be the ideal time for that. Years ago, I met this girl. She was smart, cute, fun, and bold. My favorite thing I remember her saying is, it was like the first or second day we met, she said, you're a fool if you don't see our potential, which was fun and flattering, I admit. And I tell you this story as a test. Your reaction helps reveal where you currently stand on the unity competition continuum. If you thought, that's cool, I'm sure you appreciated that, then you're standing, I think, well on the side of unity. If you thought, whatever, why should I care about that? It doesn't affect me. Then you're probably somewhere in the middle. And if you thought, what a braggart, how vain, what an oversized ego you have that you need to tell the world that some rando girl was interested in you, then you're my, you, my friend, are stuck in unhealthy competition, too worried about others getting proud rather than celebrating their successes and wishing for everyone to win. That day happened to be a little bright, a fun little bright spot for me. And I don't know about you, but I need my bright spots because things don't always turn out so well. I remember later she was surprised and impressed when I shared my opinion that the best leaders make themselves dispensable, even invisible. They don't have to be that larger than life figurehead taking credit for every victory and passing down the blame for every failure. What kind of leader would that be? What effect would that have on their employees? Why should they give their best effort and take pride and ownership of your organization's success if they know that they will not get to enjoy any of the spoils of victory? Nope, the unity-oriented leader lifts up those below them. They encourage and draw out the best in others and shape everyone else into winners. And on that note, here are a pair of supporting quotes that I like that illustrate this point. This one's from Ralph Nader. The function of leadership is to produce more leaders, not more followers. And from Orrin Woodward, average leaders raise the bar on themselves. Good leaders raise the bar for others. Great leaders inspire others to raise their own bar. By the way, if you like those, you'll find tons more great quotes about leadership and other topics at quotes.youoflife.com. Just go there and type leader and see what you learn. All right, now let's talk about the upside of competition because just because you're unity-minded doesn't mean you can't enjoy competing and winning and being the best. This is a common misperception that if you're humble, you have to put other people above you. If you're loving, other people have to come first. Not so. Unity puts everyone, remember, on the same level. So you can love yourself while you love other people and you can maintain and establish your respectful boundaries and still you know you get to choose when you serve others and put others first which is a great thing but not to do all the time you've got to be responsible to take care of your well-being as well even first i would say i used to think that i was not competitive i was this hypersensitive little kid and i wanted everyone to do well and i had this idea that if i did better than others then they would obviously do worse and that might make them feel bad but I played league soccer anyway for a few years and I was able to play hard on the field and do my best because I wasn't focusing on beating the other team, but on enjoying teamwork, celebrating good passes, blocks, good saves and such. As it turns out, I also didn't need to worry about beating other, beating other, the other team 
because uh, at least in my last year, that never happened, not until the bitter end. By the way, I'll tell that whole complete story another time. I baked it into a really good chapter of my upcoming Happiness 101 book. Anyway, one Halloween, I ran a 5K with my girlfriend. We went dressed as ice climbers, complete with our ice axes and a rope tying us together. But not far into the race, her knee started bothering her, so she couldn't run anymore. I walked along with her for a while, but then other runners started passing us. And as they did, I realized I didn't much like that. I wanted to run. I wanted to be the one passing the others. So we acted out a dramatic little scene where she shouted, Come loose, save yourself. And I shouted back, No, I'll never leave you. But you know, after that, we, I untied my rope from my harness and handed her my ice tools and took off after the others. It felt good to run, good to pass other runners. I ended up winning third place in my division. I got a little ribbon and my illusions about not being competitive were shattered forever. But let me be perfectly clear. I did not consider myself better than the runners I passed. Faster, sure, or at least I tried harder. But more inherently valuable? That's nonsense. It's meaningless. It does not make any sense. What does running a little faster have to do with being more valuable? The only race that really matters is the one that you run with yourself. So go ahead and run. Be the best. But don't look down or up at others. Look across at them. Recognize that you're just as worthy of love and happiness as they are. Just as deserving of the space that you take up on this planet as we all pass through our little lives. Not everyone will love and appreciate you and see you as equals. Not everyone will see their worth as perhaps as clearly as they should. That's okay. That's life. That's just the way it is. So you'll have to deal with that. But once you develop an internal sense of value, once you take a lively interest in your own thoughts and efforts and dreams, you won't need others' esteem so much. You won't have to be afraid anymore. Another way to develop this unity mindset and ditch unhealthy competition is to win and win big. Become the absolute unquestioned, universally recognized best. Perhaps then you can give up the struggle to win everyone's respect or envy, and then you can look around and maybe figure out how to enjoy your victory if it's not too late. But if you've stepped on everyone else's faces to get there, then you're bound to find it lonely at the top. On the other hand, if you make a habit of lifting others around you, they're likely to return the favor and help you arrive on top that much sooner. When you get there, you'll find yourself in the company of friends. Finally, if you think all this is a good idea, then do the right thing. Visit youoflife.com slash podcast or facebook.com slash youoflife or you underscore of underscore life on Instagram and share it. Ideas change people's lives, but not if people never get the chance to hear and consider those ideas. So thanks for sharing and hopefully making people in your world around you a little bit better as well. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep being great students in the University of Life. Live smart, live well, live happy.